0: And so, with the cup held high, the leave Croke Park, All Ireland football
1: champion for
0: 1949. All oh, beautiful me,
2: you got all that I need.
0: <laughs> Dimpsey hits Darren fair Anthony Finity comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Colin Coyle hitting Infinity. Hello listeners, you're very welcome to another edition of the We Are Me podcast with Davey Rispin and Mickey Brennan. Davey, it was that weekend of the year, it was a championship finals weekend and while I suppose last weekend for the hurling, the weather was really good on the Saturday and it was really poor on the Sunday, kind of was the opposite this week so it was the Saturday weather was poor and Sunday's weather was a little bit better. Um, in Park Colcham, But look, we were served up a whole host of, of, of brilliant finals from junior B, junior A, intermediate and senior. And of course, on Friday night, we did have that small matter of a relegation playoff as well.
2: Yeah, which we probably haven't heard or seen the last of, Mickey. Um, but we might talk about that in a bit because I know what dominates Instagram Interactive this week. But yeah, a uh, little bit disappointed with, with the finals on Saturday, to be brutally honest, which I, I thought... um I thought to be a lot closer and a little bit more competitive than they were possibly, but definitely on Sunday, I think the best was saved to last with the senior final, which kept everybody on the edge of their seat right up until the final whistle, seven minutes into injury time and uh, it was a really classic encounter between Rotolth and Summerhill.
0: Yeah, that that result really floored some people in Park and so it did um, uh, <laughs> right in the closing stages. <laughs> we'll come to that as well later on, <laughs> but um, I suppose um, Davey, we're going to give out the results, but um, we will try and direct all of our listeners over to our Patreon service. It's uh, Patreon forward slash we are me for the Loyal Royals podcast. We will have full reviews of all of the games from the weekend the senior final, um, played on Sunday, the senior relegation game played on uh, Friday evening in Dunmore Ashram. We'll have the intermediate final review, we'll have the junior A and B finals, uh, reviews as well. And we will have a whole host. of of interviews and reaction from all of those games. So please do sign up for uh, those podcasts. Also, later in the week, we will have our last Kiko Sports Team of the Week for the 2022 season. Unless we start doing it again in the Regional Championship, Davey. But, um, we, Don't we'll give us ideas. <laughs> as, if we haven't, uh, as if we've got loads of time in our hands or anything like that. Um, but yeah, the last Kiko Sports Team of the Year it will be the last Blackwater Inn Player of the Week and the last... Uh, Blackwater top scorer of the year as or top scorer of the of the week as well, and uh, those awards will be given out next Saturday night in the Blackwater Inn when we're going to be hosting Davy, our Kiko Sports Team of the Year or our Kiko Sports All Stars Team of the Year, as we like to call it. And um, again, we're going to be uh, listing out the nominees later on in this podcast. So this is uh, big news, big news, Davy. I'm very nervous, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> not
2: because of uh, not because I'm likely to feature at like that, Mickey. Just because we really are putting our necks on the line uh, with this, and uh, just worried we're yeah. missing out on somebody.
0: <laughs> yeah, we like we're we're after spending the last two to three weeks. Like obviously, we do our team of the week every uh, championship weekend, but the last two to three weeks, we have spent going through all the results, going through all of the games, going through all of the teams one by one. Um, and examining their championship so far, and the players from each of the teams. So, you know, a lot of work has gone into this. We finalised it this evening, Sunday. It is now half eleven. The last final was played in Park Tolchen today at three pm. It was over at half four, and and we've spent the last seven or eight hours just trying to finalise this, uh, uh, the nominees for the team of the year, and it's 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 been. There's a lot of work gonna, gone into this, Davy. So, like, if we've made a mistake, we're sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, sorry to the individuals. You're still more more than welcome to come, and we'll buy you a pint on the night as well. Um, if you've missed out on Julie, but no, nah, it it was extremely hard to pick Mickey because obviously we have four grades now. You, you try and keep it as fair as possible, you know, and giving everybody an opportunity in that. And like, not only have we. Uh, to try and pick fifteen, but to pick forty-five lads, to pick you know three nominees for each position, to even limit it to that was was extremely difficult. There's a lot of hard luck stories, and there's a lot of fellas that can feel aggrieved not just not getting a uh, uh, one to fifteen jersey, but to just even get a nominee. Uh, but yeah, it was. It, I, I suppose it reflects well on the championships as a whole. Really, the quality that was on show across the board, and you know, I think it's fair to say that we've reviewed everything. Like there's fellas in there who were in relegation playoffs. Versus fellas who, you know, won a senior championship. So I think that tells you that we've kind of left no stone unturned with it.
0: Yeah, 100%. And of course, that uh, uh, Kiko Sports uh, team of the year, uh, or or all-stars team of the year night in the Blackwater Inn, takes place next Saturday, the 22nd, in uh, the Blackwater Inn in Kells. And uh, it will kick off. We're saying to be there for 7 o'clock, please, if you can. And... We have an Eventbrite set up for it. That's just to get a gauge of people that are going to be coming on the night. And uh, yeah, please do show or express uh, show your expression of interest to be there by filling in the Eventbrite. You're still more than welcome to come. There's no need to uh, fill in the Eventbrite. That is just so that we can gauge the numbers for the evening for uh, the Blackwater Inn. But it, ten- it, it, it really does uh, seem to be like it's gonna be a great night over there in the Blackwater Inn in Kells. And of course we are doing it in conjunction with SOSAD. There is no uh, entry fee on the evening to uh, the event but we would like if you could throw a couple of bob a few coins a couple of notes whatever you can do uh, on the evening to the so sad buckets that will be going around um, and we're really looking forward to the presentation being made on the night and our thanks again to Kiko Sports and to the Blackwater Inn in Kells Patricia and George Plunkett over there for all their support this year it's a, it, it's been an absolute pleasure to work with all of the concerned and um, Uh, sponsors. It's been great. And of course, P.R. Coin and Sons over there in uh, uh, Clonard and Katie Mead who've been with us for the last number of years. They gave us the opportunity to be able to give you the the, um, commentaries that we've given over the last four or five months, uh, six months since the league started. It's been a pleasure as well to give uh, people all over the world uh, a chance to listen to their teams playing. Um, in the Mead Leagues and in the Mead Championships. So, um, yeah, absolutely brilliant. The numbers on the weekend, Davey, absolutely incredible. For the relegation game and for the Junior B final on Saturday, um, we were able to broadcast both of those games and the numbers were phenomenal.
2: I think we had nearly 3,000 listeners across the two games, Mickey, over the weekend, which is just yeah. uh, astonishing. Demographics incredible. Like people, literally, as you say, all over the world listening in all hours of the night, all hours of the morning from different locations as well. Uh, obviously, the relegation game was always likely to deliver that, but amazing crowd listening into the junior B final as well on yeah. Saturday afternoon between Bridget and Slane. So, Um, As you say, major thanks to P.R. Coin and Sons, thanks to all of our listeners, people who have subscribed to the Mixelor channel as well throughout the course of the year because they're getting notified now when we go live. And listen, hopefully we might, you never know, get a game or two in in the Leicester Championship at some stage for a couple of the clubs on offer. So we we might be just done yet for for the rest of the year, fingers crossed.
0: And we'll have the Regional Championship as well. I think that could uh, uh, have um, uh, a a huge listenership as well. There'll be a lot of interest in that championship as well, Davey.
2: Yeah, very much so. All all the games are going to be on Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Uh, two games back to back in Dungani each of the nights. So yeah, if we if we can, we'll do our utmost to um to provide commentaries from a couple of those for people that can't make it. And um, very much looking forward to them starting in what less than two weeks now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, back to uh, last weekend or this weekend or whatever. whenever you're listening to this podcast and we are going to go to the results from the weekend. On Saturday, the venue was Park College and it was, of course, the Ballery Bar, Restaurant and Guest Accommodation Junior B Championship final between St. Bridget's and Slane. St. Bridget's winning this one convincingly three fifteen to Slane's one goal and six. Then on to the Junior A final that was uh, played after the, the Junior B final, and it was Castletown who came away with the victory here. One goal and 12 to Dunsany's 11 points. Will Dunsany ever get over the line, the poor things down there, and um, just have, ah, uh, I'd say they're sick of the sight of that Junior A final at this stage. So they are. Uh, Moving on to the Mead Farm Group Intermediate Football Championship final played on Saturday afternoon. It was Dunshockland against Dalik Bellustown. The two most informed teams going into that final, and Dalik Del- Bellustown, just weren't able to get their mojo going on the day, and Dunshocklin ran out comfortable winner, seventeen points to seven in the end for Dunshocklin. In the relegation final on Friday night from the senior championship, um, it was the meeting of Centralstown and Navan O'Matneys. An absolute crazy game in Dunmore Ashburn, and it ended up four goals and nine points to Centralstown, three goals and seven to Navan O'Matneys. Navan O'Matneys will be relegated to uh, intermediate ranks for the 2023 season and Centristown will live to see another day in senior ranks for 2023. And then the big one, it was the final on Sunday, it was the senior championship final, the two heavyweights and the two most informed senior teams across the county all year, Rathout and Summerhill. Rathout, 12 points, Summerhill, 11 points and uh, uh, t- you know plenty of drama across all of the four finals, well, five finals if you include the relegation one, Davey.
2: Yeah, uh, brilliant. Like, I suppose St Bridges laying down a real marker, probably in in that huge landslide victory over Slane. We didn't really see that coming. Definitely not the margin of it. Um, Castletown, like, what a victory for them. They've gone the whole year pretty much unbeaten. League and Championship yeah. double, incredible. Um, first Championship in 46 years for the club. Incredible, Dunsany, eight final defeats in a row now, seven since two thousand and two. Uh, Dunshockland bounced back against the league values first team since I think you were saying it, um, two thousand one since Blackhall Gales did it over twenty yep. years to come straight back up, haven't been relegated last year. Uh, Retolton Summerhill, listen, you've you've talked about it. Um, uh, knockout punch in more ways than one by <laughs> uh, by Retolton that game. Um, yeah and the other one so,
0: so, Summerhill did have a knockout punch but it wasn't uh, it wasn't on the scoreboard <laughs>
2: no uh, sadly they, they almost did though uh, and the other one you haven't heard the last of it sound and Navadamatny's it was the it was the one that started the whole thing rolling uh, on Friday night and uh, yeah we're, we're still not sure there's a lot a lot of talk about that one I, I was I was in a pub Friday night I didn't even get to listen to you Mickey um, but look at you yeah, well, <laughs> my phone was hopping uh, literally straight after the game. All sorts of accusations and things been been thrown around. And uh, we're still none the wiser, really, here on Sunday night. And yeah, we, we should know more in the next few days than that, hopefully. But Senchitown won the game. They look like they're going to be safe in, in senior. And Avon O'Matney is going to drop down for the first time in 20 years to intermediate. But there's a
0: little bit of an asterisk beside that still. Yeah, there is indeed, um, if rumours are to be believed. And we'll come back to that because I'm sure it'll be uh, all over our um, Instagram interactive. But as I said, we'll have full reviews of all these games with a, a whole host of interviews. I just hope my interviews from the Central Town game are not null and void now. Um, irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> irrelevant is right. You know, the things we were talking about in those, uh, in those interviews... Could absolutely be uh, codswallop now, so it could. But um were you talking um,
2: about any of the substitutes by any chance, though, no? or were they all uh, starters?
0: No, no. I think I was, <laughs> I was only talking the starters. So I was, I was talking to I was talking to the captain, John Smith. Um who, I, I think uh, he had a big part to play. To be honest, didn't he? Yeah, well, he, he he was off the field when this happened, but um we'll come back to it in a few minutes because yeah. we had a little bit of interaction about this the other night after the game, and I was none the wiser, and uh, there was a bit of a uh, Jeff Stellar and and. Uh, and Chris Kamara moment between definitely yes yeah. yeah yeah between us and so um, we'll come back to that in a few moments team. David there was also some Kumogi uh games on the weekend and I think you've got the results for us there.
2: Yeah, the first one was the senior B final for 2022 and Blackhall Gales back in senior A for next year after a 2-11 to 1-6 victory over Drumree. Um an emotional black hole gales it has to be said mickey because the great jane dolan announced her retirement from the game directly after this game um from both club and county so uh, that was a huge shock i suppose sent around the the camogie world really she's been an incredible servant for club and county um but she thought it was a fitting time to literally hang up the boots straight after the game and she'll probably go down as i would say the best ever camogie player to Don the Mead jersey Um, She's had an incredible career And she owes it Absolutely nothing In the other game It was the Senior A Final For 2022 The E-Commerce and Solutions Senior A Final And Nafina Defeated The mighty Kilmessen Two goals and eight points That's 14 points To three goals and four points which is 13 points a one point victory for Nafina inspired by the brilliant Aideen Slattery who was outstanding it's back to back player of the matches she was player of the match in the intermediate football final for Nafina last week as they were defeated at the death by screen but they made amends this week with um, a brilliant win over uh, the terrific Kilmessen who no doubt will be back again next year um, the intermediate final was sadly postponed Mickey uh, that was to take place between Trim and Kildalki uh, a medical emergency before the game um, to a member of uh, the Kildaki management team um, sadly put this game uh, out. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll know more on it over the next few days, but, but initially it, it doesn't look good and, and I suppose it puts things into perspective um, you know, within Kildaki and uh, the, the Komoki world in general, really. Uh, there was also a game... Played in the Leinster LGFA um, Senior Club quarterfinal as well on Sunday. And sadly, for St. Peter's Dumboyne, that quick turnaround from winning the county championship last weekend probably caught up with them. They were well defeated by uh, the very impressive Kilmacud Croaks from Dublin. It finished 2-12 to Kilmacud Croaks, six points to St. Peter's Dunboyne, and the rain as Leinster senior champions uh, comes to an end at the hands of Good
0: Crooks. Yeah, and a disappointing defeat as well, Davy.
2: Yeah, I, I listen, I yeah, it's it's hard, I suppose that that quick turnaround. Obviously, the uh, the way we were talking about it last last week, Mickey, when they'd won it, was that I genuinely don't think they took the rise off the me championship this year with with the way things were. Uh, whereas maybe last year they had their focus from an early stage on Leinster and it was maybe more of a priority for them to go and attack that last year than maybe it was this year. But uh, listen, they're great champions in Mead and Kellen are an awesome side and they seem to be a side that are going to probably dominate Dublin for years to come. So you'd imagine they would go on to, um, to, to win Leinster.
1: Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, Contact P.R. Coin & Sons, your authorised automower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Meath.
2: Hi, Kevin Coyne here from P.R. Coin & Sons. If you need any more information on the automower, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Mead.
0: Davey, there was a couple of other results in the Mead Ladies um, Championships this weekend. I'm going to try and run through them if I can find them all here. Um, So the Junior E Championship Final from Batterstown um, was Summerhill 9 points, Longwood 1 goal and 4. So Summerhill lifting the Junior E title. In the Junior D uh, Championship Final again, this was played in Batterstown. The result was Nafina 4-15, Screen 1 goal and 9. And I think they are the only other results that we were missing from that. So, um, uh, well done to both Nafina and of course, to Summerhill winning the Junior D and Junior E uh, championships there, or Junior D and Junior, sorry, yes, Junior D and Junior E. It's hard to read it there on um, on Twitter. So, Davey, um, I think we've come to a big moment in the podcast, um, of course. We've mentioned it already. The last Kiko Sports team of the week will be announced uh, later this week. And we will have the Blackwater Inn player of the week and the Blackwater Inn top scorer of the week. And we're going to be inviting them to the Blackwater Inn in Kells next Saturday evening for seven o'clock because that is when we will be hosting our Kiko Sports All Stars team of the year event. And we will be pre- pre- presenting them with their um commemorative 2022 all-star
2: jersey yeah should be a great night, nice. brilliant night for the blackwater Inn uh player of the week a top score of the week the weekly ones normally they come in and it's a quiet enough pub um but this week in particular mickey it looks like they're going to have uh the, the whole stage themselves big crowd in there as well to see it so probably fittingly on final weekends as well but i, I suppose it's the, the main event of the night obviously as you say is of course the kiko sports team of the year announcement and um Look what we've talked about in length already. We've done uh, a lot of work behind the scenes in putting together uh, a list of forty-five nominees for the fifteen positions on offer. They're all going to receive commemorative jerseys. But for some, for the lads that don't make it, um, we believe they're guaranteed at least three points uh, on the night. So it, it's it's not going to be a night where they're not going to receive anything. So not a bad thing to fall back on or be guaranteed I suppose.
0: Absolutely, yeah. They're all guaranteed 3 uh, points on the night, um which is a lovely gesture from George and Patricia in the Blackwater Inn in Kells. Um and Davy, you mentioned it we have 45 nominees. Um 15 uh positions up for grabs, three nominations for each position. And we're going to start off with our goalkeeper. So Davy, if you want to give the nominations for the goalkeeping position on the Kiko Sports All-Star Team of the Year.
2: Yeah, first nominee is uh Dunchocklin's netminder. It's Mr. Adam McDermott, a terrific year, and uh, made some vital saves at various different stages. He's the first one in. The next one, it's Tony McDonnell from Summerhill, the veteran. He hasn't conceded a goal in this year's championship, despite the fact they were beaten, obviously, at the hands of Retoat in the senior final, still managed to keep another clean sheet. Um, and he continues to roll back the years and the other one is a great story because he's a man that probably wouldn't have envisaged playing in goals this year but it is of course the one and only barry Farley from gail column kill luke dempsey called on him in his hour of need barry Farley delivered the goods he was absolutely outstanding throughout the course of the year loads of great saves and a few good points to boot as well so three fantastic nominees for the goalkeeper's position
0: yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're going to move off to our full back line, Davy. And uh, the nominations for the number two jersey are Ushin Miland from uh, Dulik Bellastown. This guy has had an unbelievable year um, at cornerback and and a, a raiding, marauding uh, cornerback up and down the field can defend and also can get up the field and uh, uh, help out his forward line. Ben Weir from Rathold, another man who had an exceptional year and will end the year uh, a Keegan Cup winner with Rathold. And then we have the young man Ben Donnelly from Kilbride, a Kilbride side that you know really showed great uh, improvement this year. But uh, maybe this year was just a, a a year too soon for them. But, but by God, will Kilbride be back, Davey. Um, moving on then to our fullback and the nominations for the number three jersey will be
2: yeah, uh, Ronan Ryan is the first one up from Summerhill, beaten finalists, had a terrific year at the heart of the defence. The next man is the Wolf Tones captain who lifted the Keegan Cup last year in 2021, Shane Glynn, another terrific year from him. He was in at one stage collecting a Blackwater Inn player of the week during the course of the year. And the final one we have is Evan Hoy from Castletown. Hugely important at the heart of the defense for the newly crowned
0: junior A champions. Absolutely. Moving on to the last position in the full back line, and where uh, the nominations I was going to say, wearing the number four jersey. Uh, the nominations for the number four jersey are Moylas Shane Gibney, another man who uh, played absolutely incredible stuff right throughout the year. They were my uh, team crush for this year. And uh, Moila, their story was an incredible story. They didn't, at the 11th hour, they they decided that they were going to have a team this year because it did look, for all intents and purposes, that they wouldn't have a team this year. And then to go on and do what they did, they've had a magnificent year. Sean Rafferty from Nafina, of course, Nafina uh, also um, with a massive year this year and Sean Rafferty at the heart of that defence was absolutely excellent. And then the young man from Dunshockland, Oshin Foley, um, you know, another man who will be uh, playing his uh, trade in senior football next year after a wonderful, wonderful season with Dunshockland as they lifted the intermediate title on Saturday. Davy, our nominations for the number five jersey.
2: Yeah, first one up, it's Killian Price from Castletown, probably the man of the match in the Junior A final, had a really, really good year, consistently one of the best players. The next one, you could say the very same about, was Luke Blake, this time for St. Bridget's uh, newly crowned Junior B champions. He was superb, first year playing adult football. And the final one, he's definitely not his first year playing adult football, Mickey, but playing it many a year and two, a fine art was, of course, the wonderful Stephen Shepard from the Wolf Tones. Once again, to the absolute four for the Tones.
0: Yeah, And like the the nominations for the centre-half-back position are all dominated by county panellists, so they are, Davey Risman. Uh, Robin Clark from Dulik Belliestown, by God, was Joe Sheridan, delighted to see him back wearing the Dulik Belliestown jersey in the championship this year. He had a fine, fine year. Another man, James O'Hare from Rathkenny, absolutely excellent for Rathkenny all year at the centre-half-back position. And uh, Ross Ryan, um, you know, out trying to do what his brother does as well, Ronan Ryan. And uh, they've been absolutely Im- impervious uh, at the heart of that Summerhill defense all year. The spine of that team was incredible. So, there are three nominations for centre back. Our number seven jersey, who are the nominations, Stevie?
2: Yeah, first first man uh, up is Brian O'Reilly from St. Michael's. They didn't make it to the quarter finals, but this guy was a cornerstone of their team all year round. He was absolutely fantastic, a really star turn player them. the next one uh, very same can be said for him first year playing adult football for Dalit Town. Tom Bowden extraordinary performances in both the backs and the forwards and another county panellist next up and that is Owen Harkin from Dunsany again he played in a variety of different positions was so influential throughout the course of the year just sadly wasn't enough for Dunsany in the end uh, as they fell at the final
0: hurdle again yeah, absolutely. The nominations for our first midfield position will be Hugh Staunton from Cortown. Davey, you saw this man firsthand all year. He's been absolutely excellent for Cortown, and he was a massive part in the resurgence of Cortown towards the end of the Championship. And uh, when uh, Cortown just came up short against the eventual winners, St Bridget's, in the semi final. Um, Rheen McConnell, what a debut year for the young man from Castleton. Um, you know, showing all his maturity uh, on an 18 year old head, absolutely incredible stuff from Rian McConnell. And Adam Flanagan, the man who made the switch from a junior B team to a senior team and made that uh, transition seamlessly, um, joining Summerhill and going all the way to that senior championship final and uh, just came up a cropper by a point in his first ever senior championship final. Um, Hard luck to all the lads from Summerhill. The number nine jersey, Davey, we have three other nominations.
2: Yeah, first nomination goes to Jack Flynn from Ritoth, uh Officially awarded the man of the match in the senior final. Uh, had a really good year. Big, strong physical presence. Another one uh, for their club is Sean Riley from Moila. Uh, similar to what you t- said about Uh, Shane Gibney rather a cornerback superb uh, so influential in the midfield ran the show for them at various different stages and another young player who's just lorded it in the midfield this year has been Conor Gray from Dunchocklin been a really really key man and I suppose looking at the main differences from Dunchocklin this year to last his influence was was unquestionable
0: Yeah absolutely the three nominations for our number 10 jersey starting off the uh, half forward line First nomination in is Dahi McGowan from Rathod Wore the number eight or number nine jersey, but it was more often than not in that half forward line. And uh, by God, did he do some scoring for a man wearing eight or nine on his back this year, Um, averaging, I think, at least four points a game. Another man that was absolutely instrumental in his uh, team's progress this year was Dara Shine from Banlock, another man with a bright future ahead of him. Waiting for the drum roll there, Davey, but it didn't happen. Um, But uh, yeah, no, Mm Dara Shine, another young player with a really, really uh, good season behind him and he's only going to grow from that. And then finally, another young man from uh, Kilbride, David O'Leary, not the ex-Arsenal goalkeeper, but it is Kilbride's wing half-forward, David O'Leary, who um, again will be looking to go one further and maybe a few steps further next year with Kilbride. Davey, the nominations for our centre-half forward position.
2: Yeah, Daryl was the first one. Uh, he's been just doing Darrow Row stuff all year round, really. He's featured in a couple of our uh, Kiko Sports team of the week, and he was uh, awarded our Blackwater Inn top score of the week as well after the semi-final weekend. Uh, Sean Mead next in, he's won a Blackwater Inn top score of the week and player of the week at various different stages. So good for Nobber in what was a really good resurgence for them this year. And the third nominee goes to Rory O'Dowd from Waterstown. Um, again, very... Uh, impressive performance for Wallerstown this year. They were um, semi-finalists. Again, those questions asked them at the start of the year, came out with all the right answers, and Rory O'Dowd was to the fore. So skillful, uh, so nimble, and and such a classy operator on the 40.
0: Absolutely, Davey. Uh, The nominations for the number 12 jersey, slains. Matt Tully, had an absolutely brilliant, brilliant year for them as well. They went all the way to the junior B final, only to be beaten by the would-be winners, St. Bridget's and um, Matt Tully had a massive year for slain. Keen Rogers from Rathol, the scoring machine that is the wing forward. Uh, and, you know, another exceptional year from Kean Rogers, an unsung hero in that whole team. And then Cormac Brown from St. Bridget's, another man who had a brilliant, brilliant year in that Junior B Championship and, uh, you know, showed it all again on the day of the final um, uh, when they overcame Slane um, in a comfortable victory um, last Saturday. The full forward line now, Davy. So we're gonna to go to the number 13 jersey and the nominations.
2: Yeah, it's Colly Hardon first off from Old Castle. A magnificent year in the inside line for Harden. He was um, outstanding and uh, he'll certainly be a player to keep an eye on in the regional championship as well. Kevin Ross, absolutely brilliant once more for Castletown. He's been doing it for well over a decade at this stage and uh, continues to produce the goods with that trusty left peg for Castletown and secure the first championship in 46 years this year. And uh, a wily old fox appears uh, in our final nomination for 13. It is, of course, Pierre Fox from Dunsany. Still so good, so capable, and he seemed to get better and better as the year had gone on. Um, but sadly for him, it was another uh, case of last last hurdle just missed for Dunsaini. And they'll be back again, no doubt.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, the number 14 jersey nominations are uh, Decky Cribbon from Castleton The big man on the edge of the square. The bear on the square. Absolutely incredible. Um, you know, midfielder turned full forward. And, you know, what a debut year in the full forward line it has been for Declan Cribbon. Um, and on the side of many a team in that Junior A Championship and uh, he was absolutely outstanding. Shane Walsh, the county man from Nafina, again, showing all of his qualities through the year and was the outstanding performer for uh, Nafina throughout their Championship campaign. And then who else but Mickey Newman from Kilmainham. Um, they went all the way to relegation final. They went and got relegated, but Mickey Newman was never found wanting. And averaging, I think it was 11.7 points per game for Kilmainham. Uh, absolutely outstanding stuff. Um, you know, uh, a man who is man marked in every game, still uh, doing uh, the business, um, is absolutely incredible. Well done to all three of our nominations in the full forward line. Completing the uh, lineup, Davy, and the number 15. Uh, the nominations will be.
2: Yeah, top of the left, first up, it's Donald Landy, uh, second top scorer in the Intermediate Championship, I think, after Mickey Newman this year. He was so, so impressive for St. Pat's in uh, what was a really impressive year for them. Came within, bought a spot kick from uh, knocking out eventual finalist League Belluston and possibly gaining their part there, so they'll be back again next year. Second one is Luke Mitchell. Uh, Dunchoclin's top marksman without question. He got better and better as the years gone on. Uh, His movement, his accuracy and his just cleverness on the inside line was the key to their success. And the final one was Connor Frayne from Summerhill, a really good young progressive forward who enjoyed a fantastic 2022. Spent a little bit of the summer over stateside, but he came back rejuvenated fresh and uh, produced quality performances
0: right throughout the championship yeah he did indeed uh, they are the nominations for the kiko sports all-stars team of the year for 2022 and um, this uh, team of nominations will be going out to all of the clubs in the coming days and um we would really appreciate it if uh, if, uh, if all of the clubs that are um uh, involved could send some representatives over to uh, the Blackwater ending Kells and show your support for all of these club players who've had absolutely incredible, incredible years.
1: Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30 second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible and if that isn't your cup of tea control automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear contact PR Coin Sons your authorized automower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Meath.
2: Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coyne and Sons. If you need any more information on the Otmore, feel free to call into us here in Clonard, County Meath.
0: David, there's an awful lot of our nominations that will be involved in the regional championship this year as well.
2: There is, yeah, um, and I can't wait to see it. To be honest with you, know, like the Junior A, Junior B, and intermediate, um will will dominate it. What we have here, I'd imagine, uh, we're not quite sure what it'll mean for Dunshocklin who obviously have the Leinster campaign to contend with as well but you're going to see plenty more of them absolutely and uh, I think there's certainly fellas in that in those 45 names that we have that will certainly be on column O'Rourke's radar as well for next year so uh, do keep an eye on them
0: yeah I'm just working it out there Davey and I think about 30 of our nominations uh, are well about 25 uh, or so of our nominations will come from uh, Junior A, Junior B and Intermediate, um, which uh, just shows you the quality that we've seen throughout the year. But uh, yeah, that they are the, they are the nominations. Well done to everybody who's been nominated. There are a whole host of players that we want to uh, like just say sorry to because we, there was only 45 we could nominate. We've gone through every team. We've gone through um, all of the the different panels and, and, and all of the different games from tr- throughout the year. And these are the players that uh, we feel have stood out for their clubs um, throughout the championship. And certain players, as Davey said beforehand, that were involved in relegation battles that really stood out as well. And and, and players that really did well in the group stages, but maybe the rest of their team, you know, didn't just uh, kick it off on the day. So, um, yeah, players that we feel Really stood out throughout the year, so uh, best luck to all of the nominees. And of course, we'll be announcing that team in the Blackwater in Kells uh, next Saturday, the twenty-second uh, at seven p.m. We are hoping to kick it off. It might be a little bit later than that, depending on uh, when all the nominees get in. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's looking like it's going to be a great night anyway. Already, so Davy, we're going to move on now, and uh, we will go to the Lottles. And then I want to come back to Kiko Sports one more time.
2: Yeah, first up, it's Minoliti, Mickey, from tonight, uh, Sunday. The results are in, 18, 19, 20 and 25. The numbers, €5,000 of a jackpot wasn't won. A one-match tree winner, who is Josephine Smith, she collects €200. Euro. And the special online prize of €50 euro goes to Roisin Lynch. Next week's draw takes place on Sunday, the 23rd of October, with €5,200 up for grabs. Corton GFC next in and the results from Friday night, 11,200 euro of a jackpot, was in one 5, 13, 21 and 27 the numbers. Kathleen Crowell, Breech Howard, Rosie Linsky, Michael and Regina Garrity and Chloe Coyne were the 5,20 euro winners. Martina McHugh collected the 50 euro voucher sponsored by Pack, and we go again with 11,300 euro next Friday night at GA.com forward slash lotto gil column kill finally had a winner um and uh, their lotto has been going on for quite a while now but 8 14 23 and 26 were the numbers matched by rumpo and maria I don't get me uh, a second name rant like that but congratulations to rumpo and uh, maria uh they've collected twelve 000 euro and uh gil column kill will have to start again next week with 4050 euro uh next up it's castletown gfc 4,700 euro of a jackpot no winner from the 11th of october uh, they had two four 23 and 27 as their numbers the lucky dip winners collecting 30 euro each were carol hickey donald conway olivia price peter Sheridan, and shane murphy drumbara are next in and their results from last week 4,500 euro of a jackpot there were no winners uh, 30-year winners were Rosemary Lynch Martin McClue Kathleen McCausland Teresa McGuire, and Troy and Tommy Curran Navano Matneys their results from the 11th of October 2, 18, 25 and 26 the numbers they had no winner the match three winners were Ulton Potts Marie McDonough and Eric Flanagan uh, the next draw takes place on Tuesday night and I think the last one on my radar possibly or i might have sorry i might have a couple more to get through manalvi are next in and their results from last monday night one, three, six, and 18 the numbers no jackpot winner 320 euro winners were Joanne kelly mandy sullivan and andrew tracy the next draw takes place on monday night 1000 euro of a jackpot manalvi gfc or you can play it on the club force app dunshoklyn and royal gales their results from last monday night two four seven and twelve the numbers six match three winners collecting 35 euro each. Marion Cleary, Chris Gargan, Efo Dwyer, Patricia Dwyer, Monica McEntee and Hazel Gallagher. The next draw takes place on Monday at half eight live on Facebook. 1,200 euro of a jackpot with 200 euro to be added each week. You can play that one on Club Force. Walterstown next in and their results from the ninth, which was last Sunday night. and um, They had no jackpot winner. One match three winner who went to end the Shields. And they go again next week with €3,600 of a jackpot. And that's it from me, Mickey.
0: No, bother Davy. Well, the Century Cern Lotto last week on Monday the 10th was not won. The numbers drawn were 418, 22, and 24. The five €25 winners were Evan Scanlon, uh, Alad Ingman, um, Nolen Clark. Jack Gordon and Tom concannon next week's lotto or this week's lotto whatever way you want to look at it on Monday night will be 2,900 euro and you can do that on smartlotto.ie. The best way to do it I think is go to any of their social media pages and you'll find the link there um, and the Simonstone lotto last weekend was not won it was 1,450 euro on Friday last. The lucky dip winners were the Shields family they will be spreading that 25 euro out amongst uh, the whole family. Uh, Sean O'Connor and Josephine Fitzpatrick. The numbers drawn were 11, 20, 23 and 30. Next week's lotto will be uh, 1500 on Friday night. You can play it through the club's app app or you can go to any of their social media pages and you will find it there. Davy before we move on to Instagram interactive we just want to give a shout out again to our listeners. I don't know if you have seen it but the Kiko Sports club shop or the We are Me Kiko Sports club shop um is open at the minute. We've got some beautiful gear on it. Um, up for grabs. It's not very very expensive at all and it's closing on Wednesday at midnight. So the way it works, you get your orders in for Christmas, there's a six week lead time and your gear will arrive before Christmas. Davy, the gear, it's absolutely class. We, we've been wearing the jacket, we got the jackets already and we are going to be ordering some more club gear off it but the, the club shop, the five items on it, absolutely brilliant.
2: Yeah, and just on that, Mickey, you talked about the affordability with it. Like, there's two different jerseys, white and a black one, both available for 39 euro. You can get your initials on it, I think, for nothing as well. Half zip 46, hoodie 46, puffer jacket that we have. We've a lot of people have seen them, 55 euro, and the bobble hats, which are going to come in handy for the Oberon Cup and the National Football League next year. They're well-priced at €14 Euro as well. You can go on to kikosports.ie and you can filter by club shop or else you'll get it on our social media channels. But please do remember it closes on Wednesday night. So in order, there's a six-week lead-in time, so in order to get your uh, goods delivered in time for Christmas, um, do get onto to it because the shop will be closed for a number of weeks and it will, as you say, Mickey, reopen at a later stage. But in order to get them for Christmas, get your orders in by Wednesday night. Don't miss out.
0: Yeah, it's, a, it's guaranteed to have them before Christmas if you yep. have it in before Wednesday night. And as you said, Davey, the, the shop will close um, after midnight on Wednesday and people won't be able to put in orders until the shop opens up again. And that could be after Christmas. So if you're looking for something before Christmas, if you're looking for a gift for a loved one uh, who listens to the podcast or anything like that, or um, who just loves really, really good gear, um, well, then you get on to the We Are Me Kiko Sports Club shop uh, to get your stuff there. Davey, Instagram Interactive, we kind of hinted at a few things earlier on, and I think it's going to be dominated by that, not the county finals.
2: Uh, yeah, it, it'll be dominated by a lot of things, but yeah, let's let's get to it straight away. Dean Peppard is in, and he just said replay, question mark. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, no, no, Summerhill uh, lost by a pint. Um and just because uh, the, the, the manager hit the other manager doesn't mean that um, uh, it goes to a replay. I think that's what he's on about.
2: <laughs> okay, fair enough. That that could be it. Uh, but yeah, Richie yeah. Kenny is quite specific in what he says, Mickey. He said, "Why is nobody talking about a Navan O'Mahony's replay?" So try and dodge that one for me, please.
0: Yeah. Um, again, why? Why would they? Navan O'Mahony's lost by seven points. I think it was at the end. Not yeah. Um, that'll so be my that'll be my right? personal
2: feeling on it as well. And I'm sure there is certain. People but why in Navarro- why are
0: people saying that there should be a replay, Davey? That's my question.
1: Well,
2: well, apparently, Mickey, and I wasn't there, you were, so you should have seen this. But, um, and I know Sedgerson had a lot of men coming on and off at various different stages. I think they finished officially with 12 men, but yeah. at one stage, they apparently had one extra man on the field than they should have. Now, for how long or anything like that, I personally do not know. And that's where all the calls for replays have come from. We know nothing more about it. Uh, Richie went on to say, Will yeah. the nomadies take defeat on the chin like they did in 2005? Semi-final versus Duboyne, where I think a very similar uh, thing propped up. But uh, yeah, I think very was, similar thing. I yeah, think, do you remember?
0: Uh, it? Uh, I think it was, was it Navin or Matanese that were that that ended up losing that game? Yeah, uh, and
2: Duboyne went on to the final. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, and actually Navin or Matanese won the game, but yeah. because they had brought on an extra man, lost the game. Whatever. It happened again since then, Davy, um, between Radkenny and Nobber, if I'm not mistaken. And NIDO team ended up getting relegated from the senior championship. Do you remember oh, wow. that?
2: No, I actually don't.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something similar um, happened to them. And uh, they just promoted a team and didn't uh, relegate a team. Um, we, the funny thing is that you text me about this after the game when I got home. And, I, uh, you know, it was it really was that Chris Kamara and St- uh, Jeff Stella moment. Um, I was looking around going, uh, what? There, there was an extra, What? There was, I didn't see anything. I didn't see even people talking about it. Now, I did say at one stage in the commentary, um, have had two men sent off, and it still looks like they have an extra man on the field. <laughs> because yeah. what I meant was is that there seemed to be an extra player the whole time. and um, it didn't look like Matney's had two extra players. It looked like uh Sancheson had 16 players at that stage. But I wasn't counted, so don't don't take me on that one. Don't take my word on that one.
2: Well well, the whole thing is as well, like I suppose if if there was a replay, hypothetically speaking, you know, would the two fellas that got straight right cards, I think, out of the tree be suspended for Central Yeah,
0: that's another thing,
2: yeah. Yeah. So yeah we'll see we'll probably hear more about that in the coming days
1: have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad well then at husqvarna we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn instead kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn replacing it with the near silent cutting of a husqvarna auto mower smart home compatible and if that isn't your cup of tea, control AutoMower from your phone. AutoMower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised AutoMower dealer, on 046 955 1910, or in store in Clonard, County Meath. Hi,
2: Kevin Coyne here from PR Coin and Sons. If you need any more information on the Otmore, feel free to call into us here in Clannard County. Mead. Um, on to the other pressing matter with Colin McAreevey and he just said that punch. Um, it, it wasn't yeah, really a punch; it, it was more of a shoulder. Load, to uh, unless, fair.
0: unless he was in Dunamore Ashburn on uh, on Friday night, because apparently the first sending off was for. For an off-the-ball altercation, and there may have been a tr- punch thrown. Um, so I, unless he's on about that, the second red card was just an innocuous ta- challenge. It was a it was a rough challenge. I could see why the referee maybe uh, uh, could could give a red card. He could have given a yellow as well. And then the last red card was a was was due to the fact that it was a, a, a drag down. It was a black card on top of a yellow card. So that, that's the only punch I I, I know about. And, and as you said. The, the big hit in Park Coltrane was a shoulder, so it was. And can we just say as well, just about the Navin and Matney, the same thing. There's nothing official coming from either club at the moment. So there's not. So This is all hearsay and rumours. So uh, again, we don't want to be done for liable or anything like that.
1: No,
2: we're completely <laughs> in the dark as well. But we're loving all the talk. <laughs> Um, the next one comes in from Tom O'Connor and he said not the first time he's been dropped by a me the man
0: (laughs) (laughs) very good Tom O'Connor very very good
2: (laughs) Uh, next one is from Sarah Flynn and she said Kieran Flynn Dulik Bell being been taken off every match and he is one of the top scorers all year um, I, yeah. I I did actually feel uh, that he could be aggrieved because I, th- I thought he had a very good first half actually for Deleague Beliestown and he, I think he was taking off five or six minutes into the second half which was a bit strange considering they were trying to chase the game and stuff Um, yeah I'm not, I'm not sure I'd, I'd entirely agree with Joe Sheridan on that call because Cairn Flynn had a great semi-final as well yeah, I mean, absolutely.
0: He right. tree, didn't he? So, yeah, he was he was in our team of the week. He yeah. was practically manned the match in that game. He was the outstanding player. And <clears> I actually thought when, when I was listening to the game uh that he must have been injured because I was like going, Why would they take Kieran Flyn off? But um yeah, unless it was an injury concern.
2: Yeah, Daratouy said Delik Belluston's year next year.
0: Um well it's the old cliche, you have to lose one to win one. Um Dalique Belluston have been you know, struggling with quarterfinals for the last number of years. They got those that hoodoo off the back. They've beaten some top quality sides as well throughout the year. So they have a couple of hoodoos off the back. Now they've got got the the intermediate final hoodoo. So they just need to go next year and uh and knock that one off its perch as well.
2: James McDonough said Connor Gillespie's big hit on David Brady.
0: Yeah, um things you love to see. Mead men hitting male men. <laughs> ah, but in fairness I can all joking well with David, he's a nice lad. Yeah, uh he, he he fairly he fairly I
2: think the soccer boys would have been proud by the way he went down.
0: Um, oh! <laughs> <laughs>
2: but in fairness, in fairness to him, he got back up and he sort of brushed it off afterwards and that as well. So I think it's all good. Uh all in the heat of battle, but it just added to the drama, particularly in the closing stages, Mickey. Yeah. Um Colin O'Brien wants to know, is there any link? to donate to so sad for those who can't make it next week i just told him that he's more than welcome to revolute yourself and myself mickey and we'll we'll absolutely throw it in the bucket for him in fact susan farrell has already uh sent me a bit of a revolute uh to go into the bucket on the night as well i don't think susan well she's not sure if she's going to make it but she's kindly uh, sent on a donation for so sad so for anybody that can't make it feel free to get it to you and me and we'll make sure it's in there
0: absolutely yeah um fantastic and i'm and, and brilliant to see um the listeners um you know uh wanting to um obviously uh help out with the SOSAD uh charity that we are doing this in association with brilliant stuff lads rian begley said killian smith the goat well, you tell me all about that one davy
2: yeah he was brilliant uh, ah, to castleton yeah. yeah yeah superb performance uh First year playing adult football as well, like McConnell and like Adam Mathews. So good, so comfortable, all over the pitch. Um, Philly Riley next in, and he said Carl Gibney's penalty save. Um, big Carl Gibney saved a penalty for Oldcastle in a reserve or a premier final success against Manalvi on Sunday morning. Uh, a Gareth O'Reilly inspired Oldcastle, actually. I think Gareth oh. O'Reilly got three goals, the former Castle Rahan man. Mm-hmm. Um and a good win for Oldcastle. I think 3-9 to 10 points that defeated Menalvi. Um Sean Duggan will be in the attic tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sean. AJ Collins said Keen play will Keen Ward play another season?
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, not getting back into it, but like numbers are not great out there. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to fall. straight. Go on, let's move tram. on. Let's move on. But look, Kim C- 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 Ward loves loves the game of football, and and uh, you know, th- there's no if he can stay injury free throughout the the winter and or actually do some work on rehab on his injuries, he might come back. i say.
2: Yeah, Aidan Gilson, Dunsany, the Mayo of Mead.
0: Uh, harsh but true. Can you say that? Um, I I
2: think you can. I I. T- <laughs>
0: Maybe I'm wrong, right?
2: But but, but there was, I felt, I won't say I felt they were bet before it started, but like in the last 15 minutes when they were behind, you know, the way when you're behind the county final, you throw the kitchen sink, you, you absolutely leave. It, it looked like Dunsany nearly just accepted their faith as much as to say, here we go again. Um, and we talked about this last week not being a thing unless unless they were trailing and it started to get into their heads and that. That's the way it looked to me. Listen, seven final defeats since two thousand and two, seven in the last twenty years. That's there's something not right there. There really is. Like and you're hard to go out to them, but they need to get they need to get that out of the system somehow. I don't know. I, don't know I think to I, I think there, they're but. gonna
0: have to bring in some sort of a um sports psychologist or something that with that team because well, I am genuinely no, not
2: being funny here, Mick. No, no, Pierre I'm not Fox's dad is works as a hypnotist. So like, surely they could do worse than bringing in Pierre's father to, to do a little bit of work with the team. Maybe it's yes. happened already. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because um, there's no... Like, I think that if Dunsany could get into intermediate, that they would actually could compete at intermediate level. Mm-hmm. I think they're good enough to be an intermediate um, and, and a mid-table to uh, top-end uh, intermediate team. But they just... It's, it's like they've got a curse. Um, was there a funeral or something and they celebrated the last time they got to, a, the first time they got to a final or something like that, a bit like Mayo and they were told that they wouldn't win a...
2: Yeah, <laughs> but, but Mayo have won one. I, I think Dunsany are the only so team... Mayo have won one since the curse though. Yeah, but Dunsany have never won one. I know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um Anyway, to, to more positive manners for their neighbours Dunshocklin, Heidi Carty said Dunshocklin back up Where they belong.
0: Yeah, look, um, from the start of the year, Davey, you you have said about their credentials and that they are a good senior team. Well, they've definitely got senior pedigree um, and that they had enough to win that intermediate championship. You backed them from the beginning um, and you know, I said that their biggest test would be against Ratkenny. It came um, in the quarter-final against Ratkenny and they really were put to the pin of their collar, but they showed all their character and all their steel since then. And for a young team, and it is a very young team, they show great character to, uh, to, to bounce back at the first time of at The first time since Blackhall All it in 2001.
2: Yeah, Mikey Cullen said, "Timmy Higgins surely up for performance of the week in brackets off the pitch."
0: Uh, I actually what remember when we Indians were doing do. when we
2: when we were talking. Do you remember we were talking about him? We we put him in the team of the week, obviously the yeah. Ireland team of the week, and we we talked about he's a brilliant golfer, but you know he he's fond of a good time as well, and. Um I don't think he's been seen since they've won it. So he's put in an almighty shift throughout the course of the week. Um well deserved in fairness, but uh yeah, great, great yeah. to see. Uh well done, Deerch. Um Joe McQueenie said Kilmacud, Nays and Port Arlington on the other side. Loman's out, told Leinster question mark.
0: Um, you know. I, I I think, in fairness to Ratote, over the last five years they've probably been the best you know uh, prospect in Mead going into Leinster. Um, they were lucky the last time they were down in Kinnegad, wasn't it? Uh, that game was played. No, it mistaken. was actually
2: it was actually in I was at it, it was in Mullingar, um, and it was it was Desi Dolan's team, Uh, yeah. at Lone, uh What do
0: you call it? St them? Bridgets. Is
2: it St.
0: Bridget's?
2: Is it St. Bridget's? I think it is. No, is it Moat? No? No, Athlone. I can't think of them. It was Desi's team and and they were narrowly beaten. Yeah, they were a bit unlucky. But, Mickey, I agree because I think they have three weeks now, three weeks of a gap between the senior final and the first round of the Leinster to take on road from awfully tough team, but but a winnable game nonetheless. And I think the three weeks will suit them. It'll give them a chance to get all the celebrations out of the system and two weeks to focus in on it. No Harland to contend with either. I think they'll give it a right good lash.
0: Yeah, uh, we were beaten by Road um, in our... I think it was uh, 2016 mm-hmm. uh, that Road beat us uh, down in um, Tullamore. And they were very beatable that day. I don't think that their team has changed much. I think it is a very ageing team, yeah. uh, the the Road team. So this uh, Rathote team should uh, give them a right good rattle.
2: David Quinn... You didn't show the tunnel. I'm going to bring that fella in one of the days and uh, do give him a tour, a stadium tour, like like Old Trafford or the Emirates or any of these.
0: <laughs> it's probably better off that you didn't show him the, t- the the tunnel today, Davey.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what he expects. It's yeah. Anyway, maybe we're just so used to it. Um, Barry Monahan said Peter Keane, an interested spectator on the terrace on Sunday, that is a very interesting observation. Hmm. Yeah, um, what do you make of that, Davey? I actually don't know, and I was thinking about it just before we came on air, Mickey, why he, he would be there, or like, was he beside Colum at the game, or was he on his own, or who was he with? Like, no is he idea. over any
0: club teams, right, like that, or is he involved in any club teams at the Not minute? I
2: know of no, looking Kerry man as well, like so. All, yeah, strange. Um, we'll keep an eye on that. Sean Keena said, Trim Minor and Senior win. Yeah, great double last weekend.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, incredible stuff from Trim last weekend. Um, we did talk about that last week, I think, didn't we?
2: Yeah. Uh, Kathleen McDonald said the lack of consistency in referees. Hard job on all one hundred percent. But use your linesman.
0: Yeah, the linesman. You know, they get involved with. The, they, they're wired to the referee at all times, and if that yeah. happens, they will draw his attention to it. Um so he doesn't need to be in contact with them at all times, because if they do see something, they are supposed to notify him. But um look, I don't know what game uh, we're on. I think
2: that could be in reference to the senior, but, but I'm only guessing. But uh, listen, I, I would, uh I would have to say the refereeing performances that I've seen anyway, uh, throughout the weekend from minor senior intermediate, and the two junior finals were, were top notch. Absolutely brilliant. And I have to say, to be fair to Frank Logley, um, the appointment of the finals generally, they get it absolutely spot on. The fellas who are the best referees consistently on that given year tend to get the finals, and they they, they all do a good job. And just on the point of the linesman, like today, for example, in the senior final, you had Keith Chearin, you know, doing the line like he could so easily have been doing the senior final. You know what I mean? So, um, I, I couldn't have any real qualms about any of the decisions that I have seen personally anyway over the weekend. Really,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. like, like I do have to say that. I do think that the standard of refereeing in Mead is is oftentimes questioned, but it is better than in other counties, I can tell you.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that as well. Uh, Lucky to be working. He said, black hole women are athletes and drinking. Lad, they were free as well. Yeah, good win for black hole gales over the weekend.
0: Yeah, and uh, he was out celebrating. And uh, yeah, brilliant stuff for black hole gales.
2: Well, he went on to say drink-free weekend is key. Nearly Friday, lads. <laughs> 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 he he is sniffing around for accommodation in Kells, Mickey. I, I think that should be a, a bit of a warning for our Kiko Sports Team of the Year event next Saturday night. He did have a look at the headfords in Kells. I did think it, it's booked out for next Saturday night. Um, but if he can get a lift or if he can find accommodation, he could be possibly our guest appearance next Saturday night, the Blackwater yeah.
0: Inn. Yeah, is uh, Kells ready for it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Kel's. Okay, has, you're, has, you're saying that now. <laughs> Just remember that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It'd be great to have him over. So it would it'd be great to have him over, lad? And. Uh, we're, we're join the
2: join all the athletes like he'd be one of the join all athletes. the athletes
0: yeah. and and have all the athletes in the attic by Sunday morning
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> loads of watery hens uh <laughs> you could even bring Roxy as well uh <laughs> all the way up from from the south but uh yeah. that's it from Lucky that's it from Insta this week Mickey
0: yeah um look it's uh it's been an action-packed weekend um we have a huge amount of work to get through over the next number of days. We'll, as we said, we'll be bringing out our senior final review, including the relegation final as well. We'll have our intermediate review. Uh, we'll have the junior A and B championship finals review. And we'll have the last Kiko sports team of the week for this year with the Blackwater in Player of the Week top uh, scorer of the week announced in that podcast as well over on our loyal royals head on over there to patreon forward slash we are made you get a whole host of podcasts i think we've got about 450-odd uh, podcasts over there that you can listen back to if you have nothing better to be doing. But of course, the big one is going to be the Kiko Sports Team of the Year, the all-stars event that we're holding in the Blackwater Inn next Saturday evening. Get down to Kells as early as possible, get a few points at the Blackwater Inn, and enjoy the, uh, the festivities and the presentations that will take place on the night. And of course... Uh, we're going to be in full voice, Davy, and uh, enjoying a few points ourselves when the, the presentations are done. Cannot wait. Yeah, well, look, that's it for this episode of your We Are Mead podcast. We Are Mead
1: why matters more.